Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Angela starts off this hour in Minneapolis. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Yeah, so I'm actually calling on behalf of my mother-in-law, um, Unfortunately, we lost our father-in-law about a year ago, and now she's in kind of a tough financial situation because for their retirement, they had invested in someone else's life insurance and unfortunately put most of their money in it and it hasn't paid out yet. Oh, my. Have you ever, have you ever they, heard of something like sure, that? Sure, they bought a viatical. Yeah, I don't, and she has so little information that she probably doesn't even know what it's called. Um, and I'm, we're just, yeah, I just feel at a loss for words. So they yeah. do how, how old is your mother-in-law? She is sixty-six or sixty-seven. Okay. So retired, just retired. She was yeah. a nurse. But um, she, she was not doctor. involved. She's not business savvy. Was not involved in the d- decisions of the money in the household much. Not really. Do we have a um, file on this issue? Any kind of contacts on this issue? Yes. The problem is I keep telling her to call and make sure it's even a legit investment, and she kind of refuses to do that and just hopes it's going to turn out okay. Okay. How can we help the you? Problem, yeah. So the problem is they invested money and now it's grown to I don't know all the details so I'm just guessing they put in 200 to 300,000 mm-hmm. if they get it back it's about 550,000 that's if they get it back the problem mm-hmm. is the first 10 years they didn't have to pay in um, and now that it's been over 10 years they have to start paying in last year she paid in 80,000 and this year by tax time she has to pay in 100,000 to keep this investment going Oh my! And they have to wait till this person passes away in order to get the money back. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very unusual to have them staged like this. Okay, so let's start with this. Okay, the concept mm-hmm. of a viatical works like this: um, the beneficiary. Let's say that I had a life insurance policy. My wife is the beneficiary, Sharon, and um, it was, let's call it a million dollar policy. When I die, my wife, the beneficiary, is supposed to get a million dollars. If they want money beforehand, the person that holds the policy, they can sell the position of the beneficiary. It's called a viatical, and uh, it's discounted deeply. And so, if they put two hundred thousand into one policy on one person, uh, this is probably a multi-million-dollar policy. Okay. Yes. And um, uh, you said it's only supposed to pay out five hundred thousand. She thinks. Um, she thinks. She thinks. Again, yeah. And now that her father-in-law has passed away, he's the one who, unfortunately, this was their retirement money. Okay. The only other money she has, unfortunately, is she has money in stocks. Yeah. And now, um, and it's only about 200000 And then 
she and that's the only other retirement money she has besides social security well first let's just cover a couple things uh your your angst inside of you on this weird thing uh is good because it's accurate this should not have been done it's a horrible place for people to put the majority of their money like this absolutely Mm -hmm. horrible for multiple reasons obviously we're waiting on someone to die which is just weird okay Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what life insurance companies do every day they wait on people to die and hope they don't for a while and they make more money on them that's how you know so it's all weird but uh, awkward but but uh, in addition to that it's a it's it's a young industry that is full of uh, scam full of fraud and if it's not a scam or fraud a lot of them are poorly structured and the statistical mm-hmm. analysis, the actuarial analysis sucks. There are some legitimate companies that aren't scams that are doing it, but it's nothing I would ever put a dime in because it's just not got enough track record that even if you could get past the awkwardness, the weirdness of what you're doing, um, that then even then it's not anything I would put money into. So, uh, so what to do now is we've got, mm-hmm. first, we've got to figure out if it's a scam Second thing we got to figure out is there any exit prior any exit strategy prior to death, and then the third thing is all of this has to happen because your mother in law actually cares. She doesn't care right now. She's ashamed or she's afraid that it's bad, and she's like, if she puts her hands over her ears and closes her eyes and goes la 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 la, it's all going to go away and be okay. And that's not how this works. Mm -hmm. So who's going to talk to her and get permission to talk to this company in writing? You yeah, or your husband. Or one of our siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like we have to force it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can't well, we're only, the we only gotta, reason we're forcing it is for her own good, because I'm afraid she's gotten scammed. Yeah. I mean, and our, the only other option is you walk away from it all. I mean, I think. No, like, I'm not walking away from it because she refuses to face it. No, I mean, she might have to walk away from it and just say it's a total loss. Well, if it's a scam, she will. Yeah. And if she has yep. to put money in that she doesn't have, she will. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If she because signed if up she for a contract in, she can't fulfill, she may lose the whole stinking thing. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know what she signed up for. I so the first step mm-hmm. is getting her shook out of her fog and handing a piece of paper that gives permission for your husband, her son, if I'm understanding this right, um, yep. to, uh, to, to call these people or someone in the family that has some business acumen to find out what the flip is going on what these people have gotten themselves into. Um, It's a bad product because at best, if it's not a scam, it's a young industry that's poorly run. The best of the best of them are okay, but nothing that makes me want to jump up and down and get involved in this weirdness. Yeah. Second question really quick. If you have time, if she just, if we find out this is a bad investment, can she live off of 200,000 and social security for the rest of her life? That depends on what she's yeah. willing to spend. <laughs> What's it take? What's mm-hmm. her monthly budget? I mean, she has her house paid off, her car is paid off. Mm-hmm. So she's just paying taxes on her house. And insurance and food and electricity. And, yeah. How much is the Social mm-hmm. Security? She's making less than she thought after her husband passed, so about 2300 a month. Yeah. Well, 20000 if it produced 10% would be 20000 a year. Or two hundred thousand would produce twenty thousand a year, so a couple, another couple grand a month, give or take. Um, so if she can live on three or four grand, she can make it. 
probably, if you invest the money wisely this time that's remaining. Um, but yeah, you guys need to get to the bottom of this. Um, she She's ashamed that she doesn't understand. She's ashamed that she feels like in the air she may have gotten scammed, and she may have. Uh-huh. So... So in general, what would the Ramsey Show say about viaticals? There's a portion of them that are on the up and up, and there's no portion of them I would ever do. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. When was the last time you were excited about Monday? What if instead of waking up exhausted, you felt exhilarated? You can't wait to get to work because another day to do what you love doing. In a world where the bare minimum Monday, oh, that makes me want to throw up, has taken the place of quiet quitting, it's clear that people are craving meaningful work. Yeah, it's part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is why career expert and Ramsey personality Ken Coleman created the Get Clear Assessment to help you discover your top talents, passions, and a clear mission statement that will help you find the work the world needs you to do. And this week only, the assessment is $10 off. The sale ends at midnight on Friday. So get this deal right now. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash Get Clear. Chris is with us in Seattle. Hey, Chris, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Okay. So, um, the question. I have about $100,000 in, in cash. Um, owe about $97,000 in two real estate properties. Um, and the question is, should I take that cash and pay them off? The hesitation and the backstory. Um these are real estate properties that I kind of got entangled. I got myself entangled into this. So I'm taking responsibility for this. I got into these deals to flip these back in 2007 with uh, um, someone who I knew real well, trusted, and they had done one of this personally, came up to me and said, hey, you know what, we should do this. You know, it will be, be a great it'll be a great deal. You can make some quick, easy money. I was naive. It's 15 years ago. Um, so did that. Then we had the crash of 2008, uh, and then became an on. a a reluctant landlord um, and over the years just kind of struggled with managing those and eventually got myself further entangled by signing these over to a sort of management company they put it into a trust um, and they essentially manage the tenants collect the rent they pay the mortgage they, they do make the mortgage payments they handle all repairs and everything however I am still the mortgage holder with my original mortgage company. So I have liability, but I am not going to really get the benefit if that real estate property was sold today and made a profit. This um, company will essentially take all of that. But what, um, and in exchange for that, they essentially handle everything. So the, to my original question, what 
the thing that keeps me up at night right now, and they, I've had no problems with them, um, for the record. They have made all the payments. They have handled everything. Um, but the thing that keeps me up at night right now or where the anxiety is coming from is I have this liability. Um, it is, if, wherever, if I went to go take a loan out today, I will be asked questions questions about that and i have to go through the explanation of what they are what's currently going on here's the proof that things are being paid and everything is kept up to date because i i, I collect those on a regular basis so the thought crossed my mind that i should um refinance does, the, uh, does the trust pay the payment on the property that you're talking about paying off yes that's correct what so happens if you pay it off and there's not a payment anymore do you receive that well, so that was, that was my question. The question was, does it make sense to take my $100,000 in cash, essentially become the only mortgage holder, refinance these properties so that I no longer have these on my credit report and it's not something that I'm carrying so any what, longer? My, my, question is, my question is, under the terms of the crap you signed up for, yep. will they pay you the payment that they used to pay to the bank if you pay the bank off? Uh, I don't have a good answer to that. And well, I obviously, if you get zero from them as a result of paying it off, you don't pay it off. Yes. But that's the culmination of the second bad deal you did on these properties. Yes. Um, so you gave up ownership of the properties, and they wrapped it into a trust so there was not a due-on-sale clause because they didn't want to pay off the mortgages. That is correct. But you don't have, if you pay off the mortgages, it doesn't increase, does that increase your equity position? No, because they're taking all the equity, right? That is correct. Um, I guess. You're so giving them an extra $100,000 by paying the loan off, aren't you? If, so I guess this is my question because I am some, I am still somewhat naive and I'm, and I'm beginning to do some research here when the thought came, but I figured I've gone through FPU, which is kind of how I started getting all of this stuff cleaned up and. I figured I'd make the phone call. In the event that I essentially refinance this loan, where whether it's an LLC or whatever, it's not. It's not I a refinance, off, honey. It's just you're going to pay it off. Okay. Okay. And then the question is twofold: under this trust agreement that you have signed over the property rights, if you pay off the mortgage. Do they protect that and you get that back at resale when they sell it? Because you've given up the equity, you said. But That's will correct. they take the, uh, will they give you the $100,000 at sale? And will they pay you payments until then? Got it. Okay. Because so you, because otherwise you're, you're now, you know, uh, they're, they're getting ahead by the payments and by the $100,000 that they now added to their, um, you know, their equity if we don't do this. So I don't know what you've signed up for. It's a weird deal that you've gotten yourself into. I think I know why they did it. I think they did it to avoid the due on sale clause of the, of the deed of trust, but, um, yeah, it's one of these, um, nothing down real estate crap weekend seminars that got that these guys went to, they have no money, but they thought they'd come in and run the property for you and they make all the money and made you think that you were somehow protected and you're not. Wow. So, um, because if they just walk away, you're right back where you were. That is correct. Yeah, except you don't have the property in your name anymore. Yeah, the property is in the trust. Yeah. So you've lost control of the property. All you've got is the uh, all you've got is the liability. 
So I don't know. I mean, I, I do not want to give them $100,000 more. Agreed. So we need to make sure that, you know, it, that you get something documented with them that they will pay that out to you uh, upon sale of the property if you reduce it. If they will pay that out to you and they will pay you payments in the meantime, then, yes, I would pay it off and get rid of the liability. That sounds terrible. This is like terrible, terrible bad idea hour. I mean, no wonder he, I mean, he sounded like he was just wired, man. No wonder. That's crazy stuff. Okay. Um, let, let's kind of pause a second and talk about a concept. The concept is this. From him and uh, from a caller in a different segment, um, mm-hmm. depending on how you're watching this or listening, you'll be catching it at a different time, but um, about viaticals buying out life insurance policies. Um, I have done dumber things than both of those two things. Every time I did, it was due to most of the time due to being desperate Mm -hmm. or being greedy. If you're desperate it right after you get desperate, you're going to get broke. And that's his thing. Okay. He got in a bad deal with a partner. 2007 horrible timing on real estate law you know the guy then he had to get that guy gone but he ends up with the property and the property's killing him and he's not making any money on it so these other guys will come in they'll they'll we'll pay the payments but we get all the equity and and we'll send you the rents or we'll keep the rents or whatever the arrangement was and you have to deed your property into the name of a trust that those other guys control so you've now lost the ownership of the property, but the mortgage is still in your name. You still have the liability. That's what he did. And that was a man that was wow. desperate. Yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. Because that's like known as a deal that sucks. Yeah. And so, um, and I've seen that deal pitched as a way to get a property for nothing down. Just take over their payments and manage it for them. But you got to get it into your name and you make the equity later. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of those nothing down weekend real estate things, or those tic tac things that they're doing that's going around. Uh, I mean, this nothing down real estate comes around about every ten or fifteen years again, mm-hmm. and then right after that, a whole bunch of people lose their butt, and then uh, a whole a whole fresh batch of young people have to come along to be dumb enough to do it again. Well, they're here. Yeah, it's a fresh batch, fresh batch of MBAs that are thirty four years old a fresh batch (laughs) this is the ramsey show jade washaw ramsey personality is my co-host today in the lobby of ramsey solutions on the debt free stage jerry and christy are with us hey guys how are you doing great welcome welcome where do you guys live (laughs) fort worth Ah, welcome to Tennessee. Good to have you. And how much debt have you two paid off? $863,288 in 36 months. Whoa! And your range of income during that time? Uh, started out at one sixty-five plus bonus of 80000 up to one eighty-five with a bonus of 180000 oh, Wow. Big shovel. Okay. What do you guys do for a living? Uh, construction in the oil field business. Mm-hmm. And I manage our properties. Okay, all right. And so, uh, what kind of debt was your uh, eight hundred and sixty-three thousand? Dave, it was like a CVS receipt. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
We had 18 line items and uh, credit cards, 85K, loans, 54K. Some of those loans were because I never paid interest on credit cards. So once the 0% thing ran out, I would get a refinance thing. And then auto and ATV, 25, second house, 357, and land, 342. Wow. wow. Okay. How long have you two been married? Since 2019. Okay. And uh, so... No, that- no, 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 no. 2009. 2009 <laughs> and we we had okay. nothing in 2007 it just went by so fast yeah. it just been so good it went by fast and we had zero at 2007 when we met okay so at 2019 was about three years ago 20 was three years ago so uh that's about the time you started all of this what happened that put you guys in gear y'all went after it well it started a few years prior to that we were both oil filled in the six figures doing really good except the company i worked for was going through financial problems uh, ultimately went bankrupt and so there were routine layoffs and if you drove a company truck and i did then when you got to work however many taxis were lined up that's how many company truck people were going that day and it was very stressful but I, i i survived it Little did we know, and we were like 400 in debt then, little did we know that I'm through the stress wagon of my company getting laid off, he gets laid off. (laughs) Wow. And that was, we still gained a lot more debt after that. But then October of 2019, I listened to Total Money Makeover, and I listened to the book in one trip coming and going, and I came home and told him about it. So, Jerry, what did she say when she came home? Said we're going to try this. <laughs> wasn't a question. It was, it was a, a statement. statement. It was a statement. We're going to do you're, this. You're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I said, okay, we'll what, try it. Whatever. We got to do something different. We got to do something different. Yeah. So the eight sixty three was uh, half of that was mortgages. Yes. Including your personal home. Well, that's a funny story. So when we bought the property, we bought one hundred and seventeen acres at the time. Mm-hmm. But. We actually sold another house to buy this property, mm-hmm. so we decided, well, we're going to count uh, survey off four acres and the house, mm-hmm. and we paid cash for that, mm-hmm. so nobody could ever take that away from us. Mm-hmm. All we had to do is worry about taxes in, uh. and if something ever happened to our jobs, we could always just sell everything else, and we still had our house. Yeah. So that piece of land surrounding it, you also paid off. Yes. So wow. kind of like paying off your house. Yes. But you had already carved it out and replatted it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Way to go! That's I like something. that. Wow. And, yeah, we've since you know added to where we're like 150 acres there. We love land. We love real estate. Okay, y'all did not. Did you? You must have sold something because your well, income is showing yeah. 300, and you paid off over 300 a month a year. Mm-hmm. Well, we sold the second house, so we had a lot oh, of equity. Oh, you sold the 357? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. That, yeah. ma- that makes the numbers and work. And we, okay. we sold a cattle herd. We sold implements, and then every bonus went to the every dollar budget. and then. So what did the herd and the implements bring? Uh, probably the herd was like around 35,000, the implements maybe 20, 30. Wow. So about 50 more. Yeah. So 400 and some change. Yeah. came from selling the big stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah of the 863 right and, and then you cash flow the rest of it in 36 months mm-hmm. yeah how'd that feel how'd that feel emotionally having to sell off all that uh, the, for him the implements uh-huh. he'd rather lose an arm or a leg than to sell anything any heavy equipment or any implement mm-hmm. uh, the the cattle herd was really hard for me yeah yeah that was tough but but uh we we had a goal we knew and then i loved the second house that was tough now, um, will you rebuild the herd now with cash? We have. We've you started. already have. We yeah. started. Okay. We started. And the same thing with the implements, only better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Better, better toys this time. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's worth That's it. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. 
and not a herd but the toys <laughs> and that's what we, we looked at it when we started this we said hey it's a short-term deal we're going to get it done we're going to do it and then after that then we can do whatever we want to do we can buy exactly. whatever we want to do all we got to do is live is like save no up one and else and later we can live and give like mm. no one else i just like the way you guys speak everything is very we're going to do this this is what we're going to do this is what's next there's no question about it and i yeah. like that's how you get stuff done yeah well, well what was tough with that second house is that house was but not only a hundred percent mortgage i remember her telling me oh we can 100 percent mortgage plus all your closing costs because it was a private credit union that i had dealt with for 30 years and had a very good record so they uh, it, that it's scary having a in an oil field town yeah. to have a house and five acres with 100 percent mortgage plus you know you don't know when it gets cyclical and what did it bring like four four twenty five yeah. okay so you got out of it clean yeah. yeah yeah and then we still had some well yeah a little bit of equity yeah, yeah. so that all went to it yeah wow. way to go you guys how's yeah. it feel to be free great yeah it's fantastic just, it's still it's, unreal like when you ever go back no 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 it's just no way and we to thought, change the way you feel at work the, the when the work's volatile does it change the way you feel at work <laughs> oh yeah you know right now somebody says something at work and say I don't have to be here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have my retirement already set up. I have a house. My place is already. I don't have any bet debts. I can walk home tomorrow. Yeah, and it's, and it's not going to hurt me a bit. We'll, we'll work this out. We'll the work this. The out. only reason I'm working now is she wants a new house and a new barn. As soon as I have the cash to build both of those, I'm gone. Oh, mm-hmm. just like that. Just like okay. that. That's it. All right. There we go. Well, we'll do other stuff. One more year. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead and turn in your notice. <laughs> but, but I was a 0% interest queen, mm-hmm. and I always thought, well, if it's 0% interest, that's free. And the and one that, book, the audio book, just changed it. Total Money Makeover. That was it. Yes. Yeah. You know, I had heard about you on am radio stations but mm-hmm. but yeah i didn't we didn't believe it we really didn't believe it and even today it's hard to really believe this is a huge number that we did you know yeah, eight hundred and sixty-three thousand yeah. in 36 what, months but what's dumb is that that bank would loan us 100 percent. so my mm. quote is with debt just because you can doesn't mean you should yeah right on and they they'll loan it. you more than they should and you should yeah and we were exactly. paying 3800 a month in interest it was just crazy but you know a lot of people will say well i could do that with that big of a shovel right but mm-hmm. the bigger mm-hmm. the shovel the bigger the mountain yeah mm-hmm. and well you turned loose of some things that meant something to you yeah and you turned loose of some stuff you were going Whew, glad you get rid of that one yeah. both uh but you turned loose of a bunch of stuff as part of the equation and there's something when visually a, a house leaves cattle leave implements leave yeah you see that there's something happens transforming in your heart when that stuff right in front of your face starts leaving mm-hmm. in order to accomplish the goal. That's a permanent change. You will not go back in debt. No. Yeah. It was not easy for you because of the emotions of it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I just want to tell you thank you so much because I had spent my whole life having good income and shuffling money. Yeah. And not really knowing until I was doing my income taxes how much I had spent over the year. Wow. And, and well, we're proud of you. You guys are impressive. Well, we, we got a copy. Uh, we got the Live and Give bundle for you, the Baby Steps Millionaires book. You're there already, I'm sure, with the value book. of that land. Yeah. And uh, the Total Money Makeover book as well, and the Financial Peace University membership. Use them or give them. They're for you guys to say thank you for coming in, telling your story. You're impressive people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, you so much. So proud of you, heroes. Well done. 
Very, very well done. Jerry and Christy, Fort Worth, Texas. 863 paid <laughs> off in 36 months, making about 300 I'll just round it with all these bonuses and stuff coming in. And they sold a bunch of stuff. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, one, two, two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! debt-free! Yeah! yeah! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! That's how it's done. This is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America, and uh, thank you for all of you that have joined us recently. Our numbers are way up. We appreciate that. If you guys want to help us, if we've been a blessing to you, there's a couple of ways you can do that. One is you can subscribe where you uh, listen or view the show. For instance, if you're YouTube or a podcast, just hit the subscribe button. You can share the show. Uh, a lot of a lot of these uh, services, Spotify or whatever, you can share the link. You can share whatever. There's a share button where you can send it to your friends. Let them know to listen, and uh, we'd love to have that. If you're just listening on talk radio, then just share it. Just tell your friends, hey, here's where I listen to the show. You need to do that. And you can leave us where you're able to. You can leave us a five-star review. Uh, one stars don't help. Mama said, if you ain't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So just, uh, you know, fill out those five-star reviews. Those three things really help the algorithms. Uh, last week, we were the number uh, 16 podcast in the world. Whoop, whoop. Out of, uh, in Apple, out of, uh, out of about two to three million podcasts that are out there. And uh, that's because of you guys. Thank you for that. And uh, our team says we should be in the top 10. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good at 16, but we'll take, we'll take moving on up. If you guys share it and uh, move <laughs> us along and we get more and more and more listeners, uh, we're, we're up there fighting with the big dogs on the porch anyway. So thank you. Thank you for that. We appreciate you. AJ is with us. AJ is in Kansas city. Hi, AJ. Welcome to the Ramsey show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, just give a little backstory on real quick. My wife is involved in the accident and her van uh, somebody ran a red light and total our van so that leads me to my question is should i use some of our emergency fund to add cash to purchase a better used car how's your wife doing she is healing she's fine overall but she's she's got some healing to do thankfully it it wasn't it could have been a lot worse but it wasn't thankfully <laughs> wow do you guys have any debt we don't we uh got debt free um right before our twins were born uh two years ago okay uh, right after two months after the twins were born we paid off our what what was your uh, car debt. what's your car worth what, how much money are you going to get the, the uh we already we just got the check i settled on that we got nine thousand or eight eight thousand five hundred dollars that's that's including the sales tax mm-hmm. okay she got medical coverage as well you're going to get for her injuries. Yeah, the, medic, the medical stuff will all be just fine. She wasn't at fault, so we're mm-hmm. we're dealing with all that. Still. That's a we're separate kind of number, right? On, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all separate from it. I'm just trying to get us a van right now. Right now, I'm using my mother-in-law's van. Yeah. Okay. What do you have set aside? Just as, uh, just the emergency funds, all. I guess I'm, I'm saying sorry. three three or six months. Do you have set aside? 
We we have thirty six k in our emergency fund. What's your household income? Household income is one thirty five. Okay. All right. Well, in general, uh, an upgrade in vehicle is not considered an emergency. Yes. Yeah. But um, if you want to use some of your emergency fund because you're saying, uh, I think we're stable and 30 is plenty, we might have had it overfunded, um, then that's fine. But if you feel like you're vulnerable to an emergency because of that, then you should not do that. Okay. Because this is not an upgrade. Upgrade's not an emergency. But you make a lot of money to be driving a $9,000 van. Mm Mm-hmm. It was paid off, man. It was good. I know, I, I know, but I'm just saying I, I, that you were probably you probably one of your next goals was to cash flow an upgrade, wasn't it? Yes, we have we have nineteen thousand dollars in cash, and then I still have a car to trade in as well that I think will give me like eight or nine. So I was looking at like Wait a minute, I'm confused. Thing. Where's the thirty six thousand? So the $36,000 our emergency fund, we were cash flowing a new car because I wanted to get my wife in a better van now that mm-hmm. we were doing better. So uh, the 19 is separate than the 36. Oh, well, why do you need to you use go. your emergency fund? You have uh, 9 plus 19 is 28. Market, yeah. What did you want to spend? Car market is crazy. No, we it's were, not. So what I'm looking at, I can... Like I'm looking at like a twenty six thousand dollar van that has like eighty five thousand miles. Well, on you've it, got like twenty eight. Like, you got twenty eight thousand dollars. Is the yeah, nineteen include the nine uh, that you just got from the yeah, insurance okay. company? Yes, it does. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. About, yeah sorry. So we okay. were in paying cash. We just got nine for her van, so that's the nineteen. Okay. And then I have so you have nineteen in cash, and the other car is that you're willing to trade in is a it was a third car. Correct, yeah. And it's worth what? Yeah, I think eight or nine. Is that not enough for you? It is. It is. That's why I just, if I if I spend a little bit more, if, if that's... I, what, like 2000 more? Dude, you got enough car. You're moving from nine to 28. That's okay. A, that's enough. That's what I thought you were going to say, but I yeah. wanted to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that on principle not on math okay yeah i know i need to eat some humble pie yeah this is you you're you're not moving from nine to 14 you're moving from nine to 28 (laughs) you're you're three xing your car okay that's fine and then if you want to move up later and pay cash as long as your total of your vehicles doesn't equal more than half your annual income i'll be fine with that but no you don't need to hit your emergency fund you don't have a need to and that's a good discipline factor for you. That's true. To say in the true. middle of an emotional thing, my wife was injured. This was a horrible wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the van is the kid hauler. Mm-hmm. It's where we haul the twins. Yeah. This is, uh, there's a lot of emotion around this, and it's a good practice to say, okay, the emotion that I'm feeling around getting a better car is not an emergency. Yeah, that's that's, that's a very good point, Dave. I mean, if he's like a thousand, fifteen hundred off from where he wants to be, I mean, can he not just cash flow that little bit or whatever he's been doing? Can he do it another month and have the money for it? I, I wouldn't pull from the emergency fund for that. Yeah, it's not another. I mean, drive 
the mother-in-law's van for another month. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I'd just buy a dadgum car. I would too, but for you know. $20,000, $25,000 and pay cash. That's what I would do. Yeah. Okay. Took a little bit to get down into the numbers there. <laughs> yeah. They were, uh, some, he, of, some of those were hiding behind the barn. He's got his eye on a specific vehicle. Yes, and it's he a does. Specific he's got a car price. fever. Yeah. He's got, go take a cold shower. It helps with car <laughs> fever. Car fever will get you every time. Lori's yeah. with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. It is a thrill to talk with you, Dave and Jade. <laughs> and um, I today I am happy to be making this call, uh, having learned what I have, and I'm in the position I am because I've been following the uh, Ramsey. Thank way. you. Hey, we're so, short on time. Go yeah. straight to your question, kiddo. Okay, I've got a situation I've never, ever heard. I'm very lopsided. I'm nearly 62. I've got over about $1.1 million in equity in a home I own that's been rental property. I, don't, I have very little in a retirement account, and um, I am trying to decide going forward what will be the best step for me in terms of uh, moving back into the house, Uh, It's kind of a, I've got a little bit of a, you know, more complicated situation, but um, I'm really lopsided. That's what I've never heard addressed in any of your shows. And so so, you have, you have a lot of equity and no money. Yes. Yeah. That would be it. Yeah. Then you may need to move, you may need to move this property because what you need to end up with, Lori, is a paid for property and a nest egg to live on by the time you get to 70. And just moving back into this house doesn't do that, I don't think. And there, there may be more to your story because we're short on time, as I said. But um, it sounds like that um, that this property's left over from some uh-huh. other stuff in your life. Yeah, because she's living somewhere now. I wonder why she can't stay where she's at and, and sell off this property. Yeah, well, she can. She's renting, though, probably, uh. sounded like. So, yeah, running out of time here. And, uh, yeah, we're out of time here. okay (laughs) or not oh my gosh okay so um yeah that's what i would do here that's what i'd get the property sold and uh and and i would get into something where i can pay for something out with all that equity and have a nest egg left over maybe a condo she could buy yeah this is the ramsey show Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.